0: What's your favorite scary movie?
1: Be afraid Be very afraid
0: You're gonna need a bigger boat Here's Johnny The power of Christ compels you The power of Christ compels you Whatever you do,
2: don't
1: Hi, I'm Jamie.
0: And I'm Nikisha, and this is Talking Horror with Jamie. And Nikisha. Where we share our love for spooky things and talk horror through the lens of human behavior. Welcome, everyone. All the sirens, all the things. Super excited because today we are talking about the 2023 found footage horror anthology film, VHS 85, baby.
2: So, uh... Why don't you just tell us where you got these videotapes from? Just tell us what they are.
1: We bought a video recorder. And that's when I had the first nightmare.
0: I don't think that you know what you're dealing with. Give me the camera.
2: I started seeing these images. I recognized them. Recognized them from where? Want to tell me what's on this one? Whoa, oh, that beta? Yup. <laughs> nice.
1: If your god exists, does he require summoning? Something, something. So it's on them. I had to like, I have a split second where I was like, what number
0: is it? Right. <laughs> well. It's a lot of years. It's, it's a, lot a lot of years, years A lot of movies. A lot of the chain doesn't have years for the movies. But to put it in perspective, this is the sixth installment in the VHS chain, and it features segments from David Bruckner, Scott Derrickson, Gigi Saw Guerrero, Natasha Kermani, and Mike P. Nelson. So heavy, heavy spoilers for VHS 85, and maybe we'll get into some other of the VHSs in Mm. comparison. Uh, So just want to put you guys on alert for that. And wow, Jamie, there's so many trigger warnings. So please God, get I, us started. <laughs> there's so uh, many.
1: <laughs>
0: God. Jeez. All right. Well,
1: I'll start with uh this movie is pretty gory. Yeah. Um there's a lot of insides on the outside in like mm-hmm. a variety of ways. So like this one this one stands out as like one of the gorier ones, I think. I agree. Um So, uh, let's see, where do we start? The first one, uh, the first one has, um, like, people being shot by, like, really intensely high-caliber bullets, so, like, Mm -hmm. they're, like, being, like, ripped apart by gunfire. Um, then you have, uh, a very disturbing, uh, like, earthquake, rubble, people Mm -hmm. have been crushed by an earthquake, um... And then more insides on the outside, like hearts being ripped out a la Temple of Doom. Yes. Um, Oof. <laughs> uh, then you have.
2: <laughs> Kalima Shakti day. Day.
1: Uh, Then you have someone lose both of their legs, uh, and then, like, her brain is fried, um, mm-hmm. and blood splashes on a bunch of people. Um, I forgot. Then about that. you have. Uh, a family who you you referencing the first one where you see someone with their high cal- caliber gun shooting people and then the police come to the home and it's like a shootout. so you see again like a lot of like brutality there um, with more people being shot or shooting themselves. Uh, then you have uh, and
2: suicide.
1: Oh, yeah, yes, and, and suicide, well shooting yeah. themselves, yes. um then you have uh, even more brutal gun murders violence, happen, oof. yeah, like gun violence, uh, like slicing of things, lots of mm-hmm. insides on the outside, Lots of slicing, slicing of of fingers, slicing of eyeball, like slicing, 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 slicing. Like a deli. with like a turkey with like a meat slicer. Right? Like, that's, like, what you use to, like, cut the turkey. Absolutely. Just a a
0: buffet of body parts is what (laughs) that is. come to the deli, and what do I want?
1: (laughs) Buffet (laughs) of body parts. Really? Yep. That is 100% uh, accurate. Um, (laughs) uh, Reference to sexual assault as well. Um, But, yeah, lots of dismembering. Um, And then you have... A kind of creature feature, um, where the creature is uh, killing people with its like weird long, uh, <laughs> like the, I don't is it? What is like tentacle thing? type? Yeah, type kind like a tentacle tail that has like devil ears at the end of it. Like um, a claw. Yeah, yeah. But then he just makes them gyrate at the end, so it's yeah, all. Yeah, if like you don't things. like
2: eighties uh, dance videos, uh, like if, if you don't like
0: jazzercise.
1: Did oh, you get a Did I miss anything? It's a lot of dismembering. It's a lot of blood. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of body parts. Yeah. uh And gun violence. Yeah.
0: It's. I, I would agree with Jamie that I think this is probably on the gorier side of the the chain. Mm-hmm. But, like we've done before, because we have a recording of VHS 99, is what we did. Yes.
1: I think we did like we did. And 9. Did we only do 99? I um, think we only did 99.
2: I don't. Let me check. I don't remember.
1: Because <laughs> I was looking to see. Did we not do Ratma? Hail Ratma?
2: No, we may not have. Hail,
1: Rama. Well, we no, hail Ratma?
2: No, because we were
1: talking about Mabel. Yeah. We did. Yeah, we did Mabel's. We yeah. love Mabel, but we also love Mabel. Hail Ratma.
2: <laughs> well, I love my. I, yeah, I don't think we did the rama.
1: One.
0: No. But while Brian is looking is looking that up how we will do it, uh, how we have done it and how we will do it for this episode is since it is an, an anthology series, we're going to go through each of them. We ranked them uh in order from 1 to 5 and Brian will take the reins on this, but We'll go through each of our rankings and talk about it as such. I'm super excited to hear what y'all think about it. Brian, yeah. did you find it? Um, only did 99 because that's that's all that I saw when I pulled it up on the yeah, Spotify. We only
2: we only <laughs> did 95. We only did uh, 99 and and, and 85. Um, yeah. Okay. But uh,
1: good years, good years,
2: good years, good years. Okay, (laughs) so this is how we're gonna do this today. Um, we watch VHS 85, and how we usually do things when we rank things. Um, I think we did this with 99, like Nikisha said. Mm -hmm. Um, essentially, we all rank them one through five. So, for the if you've watched um VHS, um you know that two of the segments are kind of by the same director and tie into each other. So we counted those as one long segment. So instead of six, we only counted five. We're going to go through the three of us, and we're going to start counting down from six. We're all going to say what we thought was our least favorite, essentially. And then when all of us... have said each one three times. So each one of, has listed it once. That's when we'll talk about the segment. We'll talk about what the plot was, and then we'll talk about why we liked or didn't like it, our likes and gripes for those. Um, so I guess we this is all the likes and gripes segment, even though it's not really likes and gripes. I guess it is.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah.
2: So, Nikisha, why don't you <clears throat> give us your intro?
0: All right, let's get into it with our first segment of likes and gripes with a little bit of ratings. Our likes and (laughs) grinds. Perfect.
2: (laughs) All right, Uh, Nikisha, let's start with you. Um, Yes. What was your uh, What was in last place? Your fifth, your least favorite, in number fifth spot.
0: Yes, without a doubt, hands down, was the techno god. It was not my favorite. Yeah, I'll leave it at that, because if we talk about it, we talk about it. So that's my
2: number five. (laughs) Um, Jamie?
1: My number five was not that god, the other god, God of Death.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. That was also my least favorite. God of Death was also my least favorite. Um, So, yeah. All right. Through round one, Techno has one uh, vote, and God of Death has two nikisha okay. let's start round two with you what was your mm-hmm. what was your your fourth your fourth uh, on number four my
0: fourth was uh total copy creature feature
2: okay
1: mm. yeah
2: all right um mine was oh no Jamie you're next
1: uh my fourth was techno god
2: mm. um, and so was mine
1: Okay. okay, so, so we, we, talk, about it. Techno, we talk about Techno
2: God. We talk about Techno <laughs> God. Nikisha, you, you ranked it last. Uh, why yes. don't you go first talking about Techno Oh, before we start, Techno God is <clears throat> about a woman who is doing basically a one woman show about the fact that we have all lost the... We have all kind of stopped praying or believing in the old gods and have switched over to the god of technology, essentially. Um, And she tries to summon it in, like, a a virtual reality, and it starts Mm -hmm. attacking her in front of her audience through her virtual reality and ends up um, massacring her body and frying her brain. Um, Yeah. Nakisha, you start us (laughs) off
0: it was just a little too out there for me as far as like, I didn't really get a too good of a sense of reality. And I know it's all of it, you know, is, uh, to the extreme. Right. But the only thing that I did like about it was the fact that the little virtual reality helmet, it was called an iPhone, (laughs) but (laughs) yes, I I wrote that down too. (laughs) That's really the only thing that I was like, oh, that's clever. An yeah. iPhone. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was um, clever
2: because, like, us as an audience member didn't think twice about it. So, like, the point she was trying to make about praying to the god of technology was a little bit mm-hmm. more impactful because they were using the term iPhone. Exactly.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But. And I, I want to say I wasn't a fan of this person's acting performance, but I'm oh, still hmm. trying to debate in my brain: was she just being a theater actor, or was it just not great acting? Hmm. Um, so you guys tell me that in the comments if you know you think <laughs> uh, which one it, it was. Um, so that kind of took me out of it too. And it, yeah, it was just a little. It was just a little slow. Her trying sure. to call out to the god and. Um, it coming, but I will say like the dismemberment of it all, the gore of it all, like was excellent um, uh-huh. and fantastic. And then the melting of her eyes and stuff when they took the VR off of her—that was insane. But yeah. just as far as like a story and what it was trying to convey, I don't think that it—I uh, got the punch that I wanted to of like how technology is like detrimental to like sure. human existence in life in that moment. So yeah.
2: You wanted a little bit more Black Mirror from that one, almost.
0: Yeah, that's what it felt like. Mm. It's like if you're gonna go there, go there. You know, it just it just was a little um, half-assed is too harsh. It just didn't hit the mark for me. Well, it
2: was like on the side. One, in that one, she actually says the Black Mirror of our creation.
1: She actually she does says say the phrase Black Mirror. So I like I, get which I that. also thought was really interesting. It's yeah. like if you're yeah. gonna conjure up that comparison then hopefully you can deliver at the same level.
0: Yeah. Jamie, you want to continue with your thoughts?
1: Yeah. I just – well, here's something that, like, I think I'm noticing – this is just my own experience, and I think that that's part of why my ratings are what they are, But and, like, my overall feelings about this. But I'm finding it harder and harder to tolerate, like, gore in movies, Mm. especially if it's, like, not really – Earned, I guess I would say, but like in general, I'm just finding it a lot harder to, like, stomach it. Um, and so the gore that we get in this of like her skin being ripped off by the by the like techno god, I guess, mm-hmm. or like whatever the creature was, um, was very unsettling and disturbing. And, and then like having to see her, I was like, don't, I, li- I think I literally said and Brian could probably vouch for me. I was like, don't take off her helmet. Like, yeah. you know, it's not going to be good that right. they're there. Just don't right. fucking do it. <laughs> and of course you do it. And then you're just like yep. seeing eyeballs exist. And I, I, it just like, it's just too much. But then like, it doesn't quite connect back with like. What's the, what is her purpose of mm-hmm. conjuring up like this technology god? Like if we are if we're replacing, you know, our our faith and putting it into technology, like what's the point of doing this? Like what was she intending to do? Let's say right. that like this didn't happen. Was she just like, look, see like there is nothing there or like it's not totally clear what the goal was. Um so and then you just get like this thing comes and it's like oh surprise it attacks her but like what's the point of it also i get that there's supposed to be the laughs at the end where everyone's like covered in her blood and like clapping like oh what a great one woman show but like no one reacts the cameraman also doesn't react he's just going up to her with the camera which is going to go back to my like thesis of how i feel about this movie i'll just say it now I really did not like this movie. And Mm. I'm so disappointed that I didn't like it because I really like the VHS movies. Mm -hmm. I like anthologies. I wanted this one to be good. And I'm overall super disappointed because it is so hard to justify, and I'll say it multiple times it's hard to justify why anybody is going to pick up a camera and film any of the shit that we see in most yes. of these segments. And this is, again, one of them. Like, I get, yes. her, I get her wanting to film her show, but I don't understand why the cameraman is, like, going up to her at the end to, like, open up her helmet and see her eye. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. So, again, it's just, like, it's just gory for the sake of it being gory and unsettling, but it otherwise doesn't have any point to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That is a that is a great point. And that's one thing that I feel like I always have to suspend my disbelief in yeah. because I could sure. absolutely gripe all day about why people have a camera atta- like permanently attached to their hand when well, they are was, literally dying. That was one <laughs> yeah. of your
2: biggest pet peeves when we watched Wreck. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, they, and mm-hmm. Wreck is one of the better justifications for it.
1: Yeah, where like the exactly. people need to know what's happening here because like they're limiting information and like so like we want to yes. make sure that people like tell our story. Mm-hmm. That I can justify even in the fir- like the first Definitely the first VHS where they come up with really clever ways where people have cameras on them, whether it's a hidden camera in the glasses. Right. Or like yeah. things like that where it's like, oh cool, or like this couple going on their honeymoons, so they wanna like film their trip. Like you you buy it and it makes sense. And then mm-hmm. I think as they you know, continue, it gets a little bit harder and harder to justify it. Uh And like, uh, that's, that's where it's starting to lose me is like, why, why, why do we even have this? Like it, it shouldn't exist. But also, Um, uh, at least like, you know, recorded wise.
2: Yeah. Also, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, the first one has a lot of cuts So, it's not like it's continuous. It's almost like, oh, they recorded it uh, a couple of times, like for 10 minutes here, and then they stopped. And then it cuts to the other recording a little bit later. A lot Mm. of these had very long recordings.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah.
2: That, like, didn't feel like it was like, well, why wouldn't you put the. Like, I would have believed it more if. Well, I'll wait till that one. Like, in this one, it was just like, I don't know. I know that was a performance. It was a play. It was like a 10-minute right. play or whatever yeah. it was. It's, I, but it's, it is that. like
1: a one-shot. And it's like... But also, who's editing all these different views together? Who's
2: edit? But I guess that's like the mystery. The mystery. The mystery of VHS. <laughs> it's like they find sure. these VHSs. VHSs. I can't say the word. V, what's a VHS? No, these... Oh, man. We did a... <laughs> we did a um, an escape room an escape today. Escape room today. And one of the clues <laughs> is you had to put the VHS into a VHS player, and it played a video that helped you with one of the clues.
1: Oh, that wasn't even I what I was that. thinking of. The The person, the game master, asked us beforehand, he's like, I just have one question. Do you guys know what is and how to use a rotary phone? And I was like, oh, my God, I feel so Ow. old that you had to actually ask if I knew how to use Ow, it. Oh, that hurts. For, for our younger listeners out there, a rotary phone is the phone <laughs> where you have to put your finger in the hole and turn it. Um, yeah. And it like turns around. So it's not just buttons. Yeah. Uh, it's it's old school.
0: It is old school, old school. But lol at the VHS and a VCR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was cool. Pop that in there. Yes. I love that. Fantastic. Brian, Brian do you, you, you want to continue
1: thoughts? some Ooh. Oh, elephant? yeah. IPhone. I'm doing Akeisha's job. I'm so sorry. No, um, it's
0: all good.
2: <laughs> uh, iPhone's technical of this. I, I agree with all of you. I thought it was slow getting to the point. But it it was very Rent Maureen from Rent.
1: Oh, um. Yeah, I did make a comment too. I was like, I was like, oh wow, they really went with like a one woman show like vibe in some yeah. like dingy New York City club base. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but my my number one note about this one is this segment is just as bad as actually going to your friend's one woman show. No. <laughs> like I'm like. Uh, oh you're I, not I, I didn't wrong. like this one at all. Um, uh, um I thought I, I will say one of the my likes of this entire movie is mm. I thought all of the special effects were A plus. I think mm. everything from this to like we'll talk about it more, but like the gunk falling out of the head, the woman's jaw, like all mm. of that stuff was like truly, truly great. The eyes moving in the head, like Ugh. in this one I really I thought like I just thought like Practically, whether it was CG or practical, I'm not hundred percent sure. I I would hope it was practical, but I thought it was all done really, really well. Um, Mm -hmm. And this one just felt very predictable and blah. I will say that some of the laughs in this whole movie were were quite nice. Um, And this one had that laugh of like the audience starting to like clap and Jamie mentioned it. um, And it was a little silly, but, and and it kind of didn't make sense that like, I needed more reaction from the audience to be confused as if it was part of the play or not. That's right. what I needed from this one. I needed more of an audience participation in what is happening, um, than anything else. And I think that would have elevated this potentially. Um, but I mean, it was still second to last. So I'll, I'll say yeah. that.
0: Right. For
2: sure. All right. Um, I'm going to move on to the next one. Does that work for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Nikisha, what was um in your was a third, I guess? Third yep. place?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh God of Death.
2: All right. We're so gonna we stop wanna stop there. and talk about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the third one there. Um uh Jamie, you were adamant about this one. Uh, let's start let's start with you. Yeah, okay.
0: let's hear it.
1: Man, I was so fucking disappointed. I hate I hate this. I hate it so much. Mm. It just like did apps <laughs> abs- oh. Ed agrees. Um, <laughs> it tr- it did nothing for me. I was so disappointed because I'm always excited. Like you know, y- you you know that you're getting David Breckner. You know that you're getting Scott Derrickson. Like you know that you're getting the folks who have been like consistently with this. So yes. I'm always excited when they feature. a a different director that like we haven't seen before I'm also excited when they're um, you know giving Uh, a non-English segment to these like that excites me too but man this just there was just like it really did Nothing for me. Mm. Again, my biggest gripe with this is there is no world where this man, where an earthquake happens and decimates this news studio, where the only survivor is the cameraman. Yeah. Where he's like, no, I've been behind the camera my whole life. I must continue carrying this camera. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, absolutely not. I was, I was livid. I, I couldn't. It just... I, I was, like, totally done after that. And yeah. then I was just like, what else is happening? Like, the this, this crew, this rescue team is, like, not really doing a great job. Um, like, trench. I don't know how they got in. Mm-hmm. I know that, like, there's aftershocks. So, like, the building continues to get decimated. So, like, they have to go a different way. But then I was like... like I guess I understand why this guy got injured but then like why'd they have to kill him and then why was it like remember we said if you if something happens like you got to do I was like what the hell is going on like we have no connection to these characters so like why are they trying to force this meaningful moment between them like we don't I don't know you I don't care like no just like it was just so weird. And then, and then they find the Aztec God room. And I was just like, okay, I'm into this possession, but then, and then he starts killing people, but then he died. So like that didn't matter anymore. And then, um, and then the woman like gets away and then our cameraman finally dies. And I was like, honestly, thank God. But <laughs> then, but, and then like the woman comes back and then like, she's naked all of a sudden being like, yes, take over the world. And I'm just like, what did I just watch? Yeah. That was so absurd. I I don't care about any of these people. And honestly, I'm rooting for the Aztec God. Like I, I just was like it it just didn't mean anything to me. It like mm-hmm. landed 0%. Um, but I think again, like the most annoying thing was that this guy had this camera and there's just no way. And then it goes as far as to give it to one of the rescue people. They would be like, I'm not taking that. That's insane. Exactly. Like, this is life or death. You need to stop this. We have to go. Like yes. the fact that uh-huh. she takes the camera is also absurd. It was just all just so bad. And then, and then the fact that then they like reference like a real life event at the end is mm. is kind of icky and i don't like that they used like an actual earthquake that took place in mexico city is like the co- like this is the cause of it um which i only realized cuz i saw the wikipedia because i didn't understand what was going on entirely ah. um so i think that that's weird um but uh i also didn't like again like I, I think i'm becoming more like icked out by gore but i didn't like that the camera was just like on the um the main uh reporter for like a significant period of time in the beginning after the first earthquake mm-hmm. where like her face is like partially caved in i was mm-hmm. like i don't want to see it. like it was just really disturbing and weird and i don't, and I, I was like is this a weird mis- misdirection why they're lingering so much on her but i was like i just don't want to keep watching her like it was just weird mm-hmm. um and didn't connect back to anything else that happened so it felt entirely pointless um, So that was my, that's my parlor talk on that. Why I hate this one. Come sit, have a drink.
0: It's talk. <laughs> I was gonna say, I love Wild up Jamie. It's really fun <laughs> to watch. so like if you guys aren't watching us on YouTube, like you need to watch the anger that is in I'm Jamie's just
1: eyes. it just like I haven't stopped thinking about how much I hated this for like the last twenty four hours. It yeah. just makes me infuriated. i I yeah I, I have not like truly detested a segment so much in like a while. Like maybe yeah. VHS Viral because that whole movie sucks and is like
2: That movie is the, awful. It
1: like it just it pale it's so it's significantly worse than any of the other bad ones, mm. but like this this comes the closest to that for mm. me. Okay.
0: Well, I will say truly the only reason I put it at number 3 in my ranking is because watching people get stuck in a collapsing building like unlocked a new fear for me <laughs> mm. and that was just the the disturbing aspect of it um mm-hmm. put it higher up on my thing and i didn't mind the fact that it was uh not just a building collapsing story that there was like sure. even though it was random but that they added like something else so that it wasn't just that um mm. But that was literally the only reason why I liked mm-hmm. it. Other than that, it was just kind of, like Jamie said, why is the camera in your hand? And I was also upset when that woman took the camera from him. No. It's like, what, what are you doing? There is no, yeah.
1: I refuse to believe that that's ever a situation that would ever remotely come close to reality. Exactly. So... That's I 100 percent
0: agree with that, but truly only just because now I'm just like fuck huh, collapsing buildings and I'm on like the 31st floor of this apartment oh. complex in <laughs> in like, Chicago. Uh-oh. So now all I think about is like if this shit collapses, Please. then I'm yeah. uh, that's my time, guys. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> but Brian, what are, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, I hated this one. Yeah. Um, uh, for many reasons. I liked the opening. I actually thought it had a strong opening. Like, because... And I also liked the idea that, like, you really just don't know where this one is going to go. Like... Mm-hmm. And I like that aspect of it. However... I, I rolled my eyes. I was like, of course it's a god underground. I feel like I've seen it a million times. For like, sure. That it's like a monster. Even in 99 mm. that we watched, like, of course the game show is like a monster underground. You know what I mean? Like, I forgot but about But at least that, that, that one, one was entertaining Oh, well, I'll never forget that one.
1: I That one I think about on a weekly basis of how much it disturbed me. Mm, yeah, fair. But I, I hated that one.
2: I hated this one. <laughs> um, uh, some, but I'll start with some of the likes. I thought it was really funny. I thought that the woman tripping at the beginning, she's like, hello and welcome. Oh fuck. From (laughs) Mexico City. I I like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Honestly, I thought the fart was really funny. (laughs) Like it was just a little bit of humor (laughs) while they were trying to escape this building.
1: Um,
2: I totally with Jamie. This one, I couldn't justify them with the camera. Um, The sets were a little fake haunted house for me. Um, Mm. And, and I, and I, I I just didn't like that. Um, Mm. I thought that I just thought the last like five minutes, like with the naked woman and all that, I'm just like, this, this is just what, what are we doing here? This isn't fun. This isn't exciting. This isn't funny. Like, is this supposed to be like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't know enough about the Aztec lore and stuff like that. But Uh, at at the, at the end of the day, um, this one just did not do it for me. Um, the effects were good. Once again, the effects were good. Um, uh, some good lines in here were "Watch out! Watch out after the old man. Uh, break it like a man, Miguel." Those were pretty funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but uh, honestly, it was also a little bit too nine eleven y for me. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I recently was at the uh, memorial uh, in 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 downtown, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. It just was a little bit too. I, don't know, I just I just didn't like the ending, and I think that the ending didn't justify everything else through it. I just thought this was yeah. really, really bad. I thought it was poorly acted. I thought that, like, the ending was crappy. Um, I thought the sets were bad, like I mentioned. I just, like, this one was just garbage. I, I agree with Jamie. This is, this is like, down there with, like, The Magician from Viral. Or, like, some of these really, mm. really bad segments. Um, mm. But, um... Yeah, oh man, Viral's really bad. Like honestly, <laughs> the, this one is a, it, this, literally this is on, <laughs> pun intended, this one is a god tier segment compared to anything in Viral.
1: No That's way. Viral it's, it's really bad. Viral's really it's, bad. It's very bad. Yeah. Okay. That's like literally the only thing I
0: remember about us talking about the chain is that Viral right. was terrible. So I know, yeah. I, I yeah. every time I see it, I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: No, you would you Yeah, I, mean, I would anything. only, if you're a completionist, watch it, but like, don't, no, it sucks.
0: Yeah. Nah, I'm
2: okay. good. All <laughs> right. So, Nikisha <laughs> went first. Jamie, what yes. was your third?
1: My third was Total Copy. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so was mine. So, let's talk Total Copy. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I feel like y'all could have the exact same list.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, who wants this? I, I, you know my, Do yeah, you mind you if I start. start with? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. It's your creature feature.
2: Yeah, I like David Bruckner. Um, I thought that it was one it's actually until the very, very end, it was one of my favorite like tie everything in, like the um the narrative, the tie-in narrative um of mm-hmm. a lot of them. Um I really liked that uh that that nineteen eighties like made for TV documentary uh series. Mm. Like I really enjoyed that. I, I I thought they showed just enough in each segment for me to like, oh, what's going to happen next? I'm interested. I thought it was really fun. I thought that the characters were super believable in a very cheesy 80s way. Um, and I was enjoying it. And then the last part happened, and it was so stranger things predictable that I hated it. And I will ne- and I don't and and they didn't close the door. I, they didn't close the door. That that to me, and that's it. You know, usually like Cole, is a horror movie. They didn't close the door, but they purposefully let go of Gary, right? And and and, and the only reason to let go of Gary is to close the door. Yes, that, that's the only reason because it wasn't like the monster was attacking them; it was just trying to take Gary. So you would still, tr- if your intention was to not close the door, you would try to get your friend and coworker <clears throat> back oh, no matter what. But the. Right. the point of, of dropping Gary is to close the door, and they didn't, and I hated that. It was a very interesting premise the whole time, and then it just became this predictable, awful, awful, like, we didn't close the door, it's chasing us, it killed him, it killed him, oh no, mm-hmm. like, like it didn't even, <laughs> they set up this amazing thing where it can turn into anything. And it, like, half turns into Gary, and that's where it ends. And then I didn't mind that, like, at the end it was making the dead bodies do the 80s, like, aerobics. Aerobics, but yeah. <laughs> that would have been much more entertaining if everything from the... Um, from the lead scientist like kind of becoming super obsessed to that have been a little bit different and i thought that the end of that was a real i just thought that they made every cliche choice possible and that wasn't interesting to me so the thing i really like about these vhs movies is that you really don't know what's going to happen in a lot of these they subvert their expectations they're not very predictable like things will happen at a left field and yep. we'll talk about that in one of my favorite segments from this one. But, like, this, I just, I just, that, that, I would have ranked this maybe higher, um, but I, that last segment really, I hated it. That last portion. They just of didn't this. land the plane. It did not yeah. land the plane. When, I, when it was interesting, from a giving us two minutes here, three minutes here, five minutes here, I thought it was all interesting. And then it just, like, bailed on the cleverness of it all. Anyway, that, that's what I thought about Total, um, total Copy.
0: Yeah, I will just pick you back off of that and say that one of the things that maybe not like it as much was the was what you said, it could change into anything and we're not getting any of that. Mm-hmm. I will say I did like how kind of 80s-esque the monster looked as sure. it was kind of like changing or doing whatever it was. Like I thought that it was it fit well into the the time period. But, yeah, I was just like, if you're going to have this thing that changes into stuff, I was waiting for it to, like, be a doctor, and then they, like, let him out, and then, you know, like, something happens. But, um, yeah, it just kind of all fell short for me in that, in that respect. What about you, Jamie?
1: Yeah, I know Brian said he didn't mind it, but I, I hated at the end when it takes the bodies and makes it do the jazzercise thing. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. like, like – I I did not really care for how they chose to weave in humor into a lot of these segments. That yeah. one I like fully scoffed out loud, and I and I think I said like, "That's really how they chose to end this whole movie." Um, I was just mm-hmm. like super bummed. I, I I don't know why. I was just like, just let it let the creepiness linger. Like, don't undercut itself by like trying to be funny with something so stupid. Right. Um, but that was just that was just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, uh, next up, um, I guess we're on twos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was everybody's two? Uh, Nikisha, you go first.
1: Dream kill. Dream kill.
2: Was number two for both of you?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Uh, it was number two for me as well.
1: Yeah. Whoa. Whoa.
2: <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about <laughs> dream kill um, uh, the first thing I will say, Nikisha, mm. is yes. did you know oh that Dreamkill takes place in the same universe as the Black Phone? Nuh uh. Yes. Yeah. So, because Scott Derrickson directed it, obviously. Right. But when the detective is talking about how his sister had it and she killed herself because she couldn't deal with it, and then she said, and then the detectives that that power, and then the detective said that oh, his cousin Gwen also has that power. Gwen is the sister that finds him. She's through the little girl. The little girl in the black phone.
0: So, no way.
2: Yeah. So this I is. I love this, that. This is like a weird spiritual sequel. Do you? Uh, do you? Um, do
0: you love that? <laughs> I mean, I have feelings about. That.
2: Um, well,
0: you know, I like I like the connection. I think that that's really cool. But I mean, this was better I than d- black phone. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, but I will say that. This was the most disturbing for me because, like, gun violence. I think, like, Jamie, you were talking about how you can't deal with gore anymore. Like, I can't deal with gun violence. That is now something that I would rather see, like, Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger, like, rip someone limb from limb than somebody get shot in the head. Like, that mm-hmm. is so sure. disturbing to me. But I enjoyed the overall story of it all. I enjoyed, like, it being the, the cameraman that was doing all the things, because that, like, makes sense. I think it tied it in, in together. I also like the concept of, like, the son being gothy, but, like, the son is completely innocent, and it's, like, the dad, and that oh, just right. kind of, like, you know, yeah. tropey narrative of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially because, like, the dad used to work in the police force and like is a stalker and all that stuff. And uh, so I really, really enjoyed the story. But man, were those images of just who, that close-up shot of the detective like confronting the cameraman in the car, like that hurt my soul. Sure. <laughs> it was that was very, very hard to to watch and process. It was also very yeah. hard to process just the home invasion of it all. like that's. Too close to true crime realness and y'all know how I feel about true crime I can't do it <laughs> yeah give me absurdity give me to the extremes of other things that I know are fake but like yeah that was really but it added to I think now things it's a higher rank because it, it did spook me it spooked me you know yeah, it got mm-hmm. me so mm-hmm. and it was' well and that's what horror movies are huh yeah yeah, so that's those are those are my thoughts. But I, I really uh, enjoyed the story, and it was super unsettling. And I think that it did its job um, of of that aspect of it. Jamie, what are your yeah. thoughts?
1: I definitely agree that like <clears throat> it's deeply upsetting. The black phone notwithstanding, <laughs> I really like the idea of like this person's dreams are are prophetic, but also get like recorded onto a VHS. I thought that was super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I agree with you that like, it was deeply disturbing the, the brutality, the gun violence, um, the actual like found footage, like snuff films, man, Scott Derrickson knows how to make a fake snuff film and does it so well because like, this really gave me sinister vibes, and that mm. movie yeah. also like really freaks me out. Um, yep. Like those those little films like really freak me out. As soon as it started, I was like, "Oh, this is like sinister. This has to be Scott Derrickson's." I called it immediately because it's like the same. He like knows how to channel that same like very unsettling, like tense. Like you hear yeah, the man. like whoop 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 in the background. Oof. I don't know how else to describe it, but that's how I'm gonna say that's the That's it. That's is. perfect. <laughs> um, in in those, it's like it. It. I don't know why it just like goes into my bones and like it makes me very uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. as soon as I like saw and could hear, I was like, "This this is Scott Derrickson." Um, it was really hard to watch some of those like snuff VHSs. Like it was. It was – especially the first one, I was like, why is he got to – why is he got to slice the eyeballs? Like, I, I did not like that. I also <laughs> was like – when she was on the phone with the police – on the rotary or on her, you know, oh, landline yes. and, and like holding it <laughs> under the bed. I was just like, oh no, like why would they tell her to like keep her like clearly he can see. Oh man. Yep. Um but yeah, very gross. Didn't like watching her fingers get cut off. Mm-mm. Um it was it was icky. Um and then like the guy getting attacked like it was all just like really gruesome and gross. Um what I am not crazy about is as we when we talked about it on the black phone I did not like the black phone so I kind of was like really does it need to be part of that world why can't Mm. we just have it be its own thing just the (laughs) callback itself like annoyed me again I did not like the black phone you all can like the black phone yeah um that this is just my opinion um but I was like that just didn't seem necessary but then fine you're gonna go with that concept great here's my problem You have a kid. You have a kid. Your son can Mm -hmm. predict the future. And you've already acknowledged that, like, this has happened before. That he can prophesize things. And then you're going to go and, like, murder a bunch of people and think that he's not going to have a dream about it. Right. Like, you're a dummy. You also said your sister had this, which means that your niece also – like, you've you've now conjured up a world where, like, there's no way that people don't know that it's you exactly. because of the exact premise that you came up with. I was like, right. how could it not be him? I knew it was him – like from the beginning Brian also said something to me when we were watching it like well yeah he's like the you know who he is so like it's like as an actor you know who he is so like it's most likely going to be him but I knew it was him because of something that the son said about the father that I was like oh it's definitely the father um Mm -hmm. like without a doubt I also was like what world does this like former police officer because like he gets his badge taken away because he's facing very serious allegations. So, well, how is he able to show up to work still? Like, how right. is he at any of these crime scenes? But the student, not the. Stu- I'm gonna. I got mean. Sorry, I don't want to be mean. the The thing that's the hardest to believe is when the pol- the police detective says that he's getting a weird snuff VHS. That's like, whoa, this is crazy. This can't be real. Which also, like, why would you assume it's not real? Um, you get this thing in the mail you're a detective you're not gonna do any research on this VH on this mysterious VHS and then the, you show up at this murder and you're like, oh, that's so crazy. I just watched a video on it then you get a second VHS at that point you're a you're a dummy head like yes. I don't know what world you're operating in where like now you've already had you have the tape and you have the exact murder and you've confirmed that like wow, this is the same thing that I watched on the VHS. Right. You're not going to go to that house ahead of time. Like, you know where it is. You have it on the VHS. You got it ahead of time. You're not going to case the place. You're not going to check. You're not going to interview the potential victim. Like you do nothing. You let him die. Right. Like how silly. And then you secretly do all of this like digging and actually do the detective work. And then you decide that you're going to tell the person by yourself with no one else around. Like there was no, there's no brain being used by any people. Like what is happening? I am not a detective. I cannot speak for how detectives work, but if you have information about the Mm -hmm. future, why wouldn't you like take the five seconds it would take to figure out where this location is and like do something with that?
2: So that was my biggest pet peeve about this one. It makes no sense that he like Jamie said like oh why this is the house from the video like, you know what he, I needed first of all one of my biggest pet peeves about all of this is that all of the costuming felt like they were in a high school musical of a movie from the eighties like nothing mm. like like he looked like a cop from an eighties movie like you know that was made mm. now it was like oh I'm from a, you know like that like he just I I, I did not
1: what I'm sorry what accent is that supposed to be. <laughs> yeah.
2: Not Colorado, obviously. But (laughs) the fact that he did... You know, I needed one line in there and be like, it was here. I've been looking for this house for two weeks. Like, I needed a line Mm -hmm. like that. Because like Jamie Mm -hmm. said, like, if... You know, you can see the number on the door when they're walking in. If they know Aurora, Colorado so well. Like, and, and the first house... You have to assume that it was filmed when the murder happened You do, because at that point he doesn't know that these are pr- prophetic. You know what I mean? The second house, yeah. if you get the video, you're like, oh, wow, like maybe I need to find this house. And then you do the research. It just uh, – it, it didn't make any sense. The fact that he tells him alone in the car – I, I I buy that as a movie thing because it ha- one it's happened in movies so much. Two, that's like a friend to friend thing. It's like, hey, I'm your buddy. Like, I'm I'm just trying to help you out here. Like, we'll figure it out together. But like, I also agree that like you gotta tell somebody else or something. Also, that that cop showing up afterwards felt like very random. Unless there was a cop yes. like with them that was going to case the house with them. Anyway, I thought a lot of the cop mumbo jumbo like Jamie said like didn't make sense. Just didn't make sense at all. And and, yeah. and and it's not And
1: then you and then with the with the violence you have like somehow he's like the most super powerful cop of all time. Like and how is he everybody? fucking unstoppable? Like it's it's just like it's already disturbing to like watch all of that happen. Mm-hmm. But like I'm also like, how is this? We're not watching the invisible man, spoilers, where you can't see the person who's trying to attack you. Yes. Like you see him. Like you you're already going around in the station, like knowing that there's someone in there and you likely already have identified who it is. Like there's no there's no like wherewithal about how to navigate that situation. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I cut you off because I no, that just annoyed
2: me. No, I agree, but also, I also had a, Jamie had mentioned it, I had a problem with the son father dynamic for multiple reasons. The first reason is that, like Jamie said, if you know your son has this ability, um, and somebody is dropping off tapes. Like, you'd think that he would have had the common sense. He's like, apparently he's, like, a really good, like, planner of murders. So, like, you'd think he'd have <laughs> a good sense to, like, approach his son and be like, I know you're dropping these off. You know what I mean? Like, something like that. Mm-hmm. One, and not just wait till they, like, catch him in the act at the mailbox. Like, I don't know. Two, I needed to make this a little bit more dynamic. I needed the father to be a little bit more... Um, A little bit more torn on the fact that, like, his son gave these in and is in trouble. Whereas like he did them and he, I needed a little bit more empathy from the from that murderous cop in some ways with his son being in there because his lack of empathy for his son in that room to me was just another thing on the list of things that gave away that he was the bad guy in this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Outside of the fact that he's in every Scott Derrickson like movie or at least at least yeah. a couple of them um, and he's the only he's not only the only like known actor in that one but he's also like now on the like video forensics team like yeah of course you did it like mm-hmm. so that mystery was taken out but I know those are my gripes but I really like this still I think it was the maybe it benefits from the fact that like it is the all the other ones were kind of crap in this one um, mm. but it felt it, I really <laughs> liked it um, it was very interesting. It kept me wildly engaged. The black phone thing took me out a little bit. Um, but overall, I just like really, really liked it. However, it did not feel like a VHS segment. It felt like mm. a mini movie spin off or something that, like, it just didn't. It didn't feel VHS. I can't explain it. But it just didn't have the same tone and whatever of a VHS. Maybe it's because I know Scott Derrickson's, like, as Jamie mentioned, his, like, snuff film aesthetic from from other movies. And so it felt, like, shoehorned in here into the aesthetic of uh, this maybe it was because it didn't feel like it was recorded on VHSs in some ways whatever the case may be this didn't feel like a VHS segment and that's mm-hmm. why it's number two for me and and I'm, like, I'm when we talk about number one I'll get into a little bit more
0: yeah I was I was gonna add to that too Brian maybe it's also because there was so many like still shots because the camera was like on a tripod and so not having the effects of like someone holding and recording which Maybe. is kind of the aesthetic Maybe. more yeah. so yeah so, so it was a lot the only thing that was f- that felt like it was like the murder of it all but when the son and the father dynamic like inside of the um police station, uh-huh. whatever. It, that was just all kind of like a one still shot. So yeah, I can yeah see that.
2: that's a good mm-hmm. point. Um, but it definitely didn't have that yeah. same tone and aesthetic for me.
0: Yeah. All right. Next one. <laughs>
2: yes, please. So I'm assuming all three of our number one was a combination of no wake and ambrosia. Um, yeah. As a reminder, mm-hmm. no wake was about uh, a bunch of teens who go out to a lake Um, and they are massacred, they're on a boat, and they get massacred by a sniper, um, and they find out that the water that they've touched, um, basically makes them undead, like, doesn't allow them to die. The second, they, and they, and they get the license plate of the car in the video, and then it cuts, and that's the end of this first segment. And the last thing it ends with is we're gonna kill her. Like no, we're gonna find her, and or whatever they say. Then mm-hmm. the second half of this, um, which gave me very ready or not vibes, is mm-hmm. that um, this whole family is meeting, and for whatever reason, to like when a person in that family comes of age or whatever it is, um, they need to kill seven people. And those were her seven people. And she actually filmed herself like with the sniper rifle killing all of them. Um, and then all of a sudden the cops raid the house um, and like take out the family they must have gotten tipped off and the cops kill her but then she's not dead she comes to from being shot and then tries to kill herself like by literally putting a bullet through her brain and then she wakes up again and is taken in by the cops what we find out is that one of her little cousins got a water gun that they used in the earlier sequence from them. You see the R V drive away and said, I got this from the R V and it squirted he squirted her. So and then it ends with them Filling up the water gun with the water from the lake, basically saying like, "Will this work? You think this will work?" Um, and then, and that's how that ends. So that was um, No Wake Ambrosia. Before we talk about our likes and gripes, um, what were your order? Did you like one better than the other one?
0: Uh, I think no. It was No Wake and then Ambrosia. Yeah, Jamie. Mm. I liked
2: Ambrosia and then No Wake. Mm. Um, yeah, I. I I, I couldn't decide because Ambrosia is more impactful because of No Wake. Um, right. Mm. But No Wake, was, and they both kind of subverted expectations a little bit. But in the end, I, I may have liked No Wake a little bit better than Ambrosia. I don't know. Um, mm. But, Nikisha, why don't you start with your likes and gripes?
0: Yeah, I thought out the gate I was just in it to win it. You're in an RV, <laughs> they're going camping, you got the 80s clothes and this aesthetic and the vibe and... I loved that when they picked up the little sign um, right off of the lake. It looked like it says Lake Evil. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I thought when they started shooting, whew, that the jaw. Of course, we had mentioned that uh, earlier, mm-hmm. but the the shot in the jaw, and then uh, the close up on like his fingers getting shot. And I was like, what the fuck kind of gun is that? And then um, when they referenced Pet Cemetery, I was like, lol, that's hilarious. They referenced a lot of horror yeah. movies in, in mm-hmm. this one, which I appreciated for the time. Very, um, like, Stranger Things, like Brian said-esque, of kind of going with the time and the movies that were coming out at that time. Um, I, I don't know where this came from, but I just put in my notes the quote, we're all victims, Robin. <laughs> And I don't know, I guess that kind made me laugh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just thought the idea of, uh, well, when they were moving around at first, because you don't realize, like, the water, like, made them alive. I was like, how the hell are they all alive right now? This woman got shot in the jaw. Yeah. Like, mm. but... Um, I, I liked the concept of the the water of it all, and then uh, to your point, Brian, I think that Ambrosia was nice because it brings it back to, um, what's her face, being the one that killed uh, all of those mm-hmm. those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the idea of the suburban house that feels like it's perfect, but they all have a dark secret vibe sure, yeah. of it all. Um, mm-hmm. so that was really just appealing to me that it, on the outside, it seems like this nice kind of perfect home, but <clears throat> all this stone. shit was happening on the inside. Um, and then their insides were on the outsides and that was, uh, crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I really had, there was nothing in here that was like, what is going on? I was in it to win it for both days. I don't really think I have any gripes, um, uh, about what was happening. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Brian, Jamie? Um, Go for it. I'll go. Okay. Uh, So I wasn't really crazy about No Wake. So I guessed that something was going to be up with the water from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as he saw the thing that was like no swimming, I was like, oh. But I didn't guess this. So I was like, I was was surprised um, and confused, but excited that like there was something going on with the water. I thought that Mm -hmm. the water was just going to be like bad. I thought more like a... Uh, Spoilers for Cabin Fever, a movie that came out, like, I think in 2002. It's a very old movie. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I thought that, like, something was going to be wrong with the water. And that was going to, like, cause... I mean, I guess something was wrong with the water. but That that was going to be the thing that got them. Not... Then I was, like, surprised that they went in a different direction. Um, But, like, I know that it kind of ties together back with Ambrosia. But I do kind of feel like it's a little bit anticlimactic. That it doesn't really have, like, its own conclusion. Um, Fair, Mm -hmm. but uh, but then it does kind of tie together really nicely later on. I really liked Ambrosia. That was like definitely my favorite. By far. Um, I was really into like this weird culty family. I wanted to know way more about like what is this tradition that they have uh going on? Why are they doing this? I was like making all the connections of like seven. There was a seven on the RV. I was like full conspiracy theory mode (laughs) watching this one. And like really enjoyed that. And And then when, like, they're – when the cops come and they're like, all right, like, we've been preparing for this, then you you realize that, like, the protagonist that we've been following, Ruth – who's like a part of this stuff is calling her cousin James, like a loser and lame. But like the reality is she's calling him that because he doesn't want to do any of like, he doesn't want to be a murderer. Mm -hmm. Um, so it like subverts you there. We're like, at first you just think he's a weirdo, but then it's like, Oh no, he's like the only good person here. Um, he's like, no, I don't want to kill anybody. I want to kill cops. Like I want to, I want to be a part of this. And then she kills him like point blank. And that was like awful. Um, so, like, all of that was really awful, and then, uh, and then the, um, the water gun scene at the end, like, really tied it all together of, like, yep, she got got and, and you know, <laughs> deserves what's coming to her. But, like, yeah, I would, I would love more about, like, this cult. That's, that really, like, excited me and, <laughs> and got me going, and then I was, like, just bummed for the rest of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. For
0: sure. Brian?
2: Yeah, it's funny because like the good ones in this, I really liked. <clears throat> like, I did like Dreamkill, and I really did like No Wake and Ambrosia, and like that's that's like that's like fifty percent of this movie. But to me, mm-hmm. the bad ones were so bad in this one. Um, uh, for this one, I thought some of my some of my gripes are I really thought the acting from some of the kids at the beginning was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I love. My, I really like that this this the No Wake subverted a lot of expectations. Like mm-hmm. you thought something was gonna be wrong with the water, but then they're getting shot at. Even though in the end it is the water that was the thing. Like again, this had VHS vibes in the way that dream kill did not. In that, like it just went totally haywire to the left. The special effects were amazing with the mouth and everything. Like really excellent. Oh,
0: so um, good.
2: Um. I like that when they found the sign, it said, y- you think it's going to be Lake evil, but it's like Lake evic. Like, I like that like yeah. little stupid thing foreshadowing, like the subverting of expectations there. Um, and I thought that I also liked the, this one, you know, the camera cut and then the camera would come back on again. Like, I like that mm-hmm. type of, um, recording during this as opposed yeah. to the other stuff. Um, <clears throat> so I really liked this one, uh, a lot actually. Um, Then at the end uh, for Ambrosia, um, I really, I don't even think I took notes for Ambrosia um, because I liked it so much. Um, (laughs) I I just thought it was like a perfect conclusion uh, to that story. I really, I think it was very smart and clever that those kids were not in it. Like I like that it was its own mm. story, and you only see the RV for that one second, and then the the water gun. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was really really well done. So that was really just like from Ruth's perspective. I liked how like insane her family was. I thought the filming of that last one was really good, and I like that like these 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 kids were super clever. I like the idea that they're now like alive forever, like traveling the world or whatever they're going to do. Like, I imagine them right. going to therapy. Like, honestly, like, the guy who got shot and his intestines were hanging out, like, he can make it through. <laughs> the guy who got shot in his head, as long as he's wearing a beanie forever, like, he could be totally <laughs> fine. But, like, I feel real. And even the girl um, who was shot mm-hmm. on the water skis, like, she can make mm-hmm. it through without, like, but poor poor like broken jaw woman because like mm-hmm. like what you gonna do like wear like a bottom face moo moo her whole like i don't understand like like i real i really feel bad for her she's she's really what a bummer yeah no, that's like, like how, a that's how?
1: like a what is it the balaclava like that fully covers your whole face yeah I'm, oh yeah. yeah that's 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 what it That's is. That's what she has
0: to do. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway. I know that makes me think, like, what could they do? Like, do you even go to a doctor or, like, a plastic surgeon? Like, because they're just going to be like, what the fuck is this phenomena? And probably, like, capture you and, like, not, you know, release you do <laughs> research on you. research Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait.
2: Okay. Um, I wrote two quotes from this section, though. Um, yeah. One... Uh, someone said I wouldn't know it was your first like all these nice family things that they would say during oh my the video God. Um, yes oh you look so cute like in like in the yep. uh, yeah. I loved all that stuff because it made it feel very mm. like that's something a family would say about like you know, mm-hmm. your recital video or, or something yep. like that. And they're saying it for this, like, massacre video.
0: It's I like yeah. the
2: idea <sighs> also that someone was filming the party, but they were also watching her film of the murders she enacted. Yes. I like that as well. So I, I thought these two together were very successful.
0: Yeah, same.
1: Agreed.
0: Wonderful. Well, I think that ends our segment of likes and gripes of these. Let us know if you had similar rankings, um or Narda, what you thought about uh, this if you got through the whole thing, uh, cause it looks like if Jamie could have shut it off, she would have shut it off.
1: <laughs> no, i i I try to like give it my my whole attention for the whole thing, but the good old college try. Yeah, uh, there's uh, there's very few things that I would like stray that be like I, I I've only walked out of one movie ever in my entire life, so like I really do try to like commit to the whole thing. Yes, but, can we know what movie
0: that is that
1: was? Uh, I think it was Sahara Sahara. Oh, when was this? It like what year Steve's was this? On. Yeah, two thousand five. Penelope Cruz oh, in okay. that,
2: or is that Kate Hudson? Uh, Penelope
1: Cruz, Steve Zahn, Matthew McConaughey, oh, right. William oh. H Macy, Rain Wilson. Um, yep, that's the only movie I ever walked out of out of a the theater. Nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, let's move on to our next segment: mm, brains. Brains. Oh, oh my God! Crazy. So many brains in this. Ugh, too many brains. And then the guy when he got shot in the head and his like hair, it was just
1: like he like all took his, the chunk his... out. He's like, "This is oh. not okay." And I was like, "Put that back, sir." Oh, put it back. It's giving me soul vibes. Yeah,
0: for sure. Ugh. Okay. Anyway, so my first question goes uh, ties in with what we were just talking about with the family dynamic in am- Ambrosia and you know, them just being like, Oh yeah, this is so great that you're doing this. And a whole party for her, like killing these people. But it had me thinking about just influences because this girl had to be like, what, 15, 16 years old. And she's Mm -hmm. just with no question following through with the family plan, like the family tradition of it all. So my question to you, Jamie, is do you think that influence from family members hold more weight than like influence from outside sources like media Mm -hmm. or friends Mm -hmm. or like religious groups? Because it's just so we see a lot of times when people maybe fall into a cult or fall into whatever, whatever, it's, like, outside things. But it really is an interesting thing to think that, like, someone can just kind of go with in, with family traditions, even if it's as sinister as <laughs> this one was.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely think that, that that, like, there is a lot of influence from the family unit and, like, how... Mm-hmm. You know, how things are, like, the rules and customs and things that are modeled, um, you know, a, a lot of that primarily, or, like, starts from family. So, mm. I think that, especially if you're, I mean, think about cults, too. Think about people who grow up in cults. Oh, Or, like, this yeah. is, they're, like, truly being indoctrinated. Um, so, like, there is, there's very little influence from other outside sources to, like, you know, counteract against the information that they're getting, from the cult. Um yeah. so but that's like more extreme. But I do think that like there's definitely um, you know, rules and customs and like information that we get from parents that like is instilled in us and you know is very heavily weighted and and um uh what's call it called like internalized yeah um that you know impacts us for a good chunk of our lives like I'm sure even like as adults there are things that like we continue to carry from childhood. So um, I definitely mm. think that it can be really influential.
0: Yeah. My – well, I wanted to ask a sub-question. Do you guys have any, like, family traditional things or – or Family cults that we're – Family cults of? that you want to <laughs> confess here on the podcast? <laughs> um, or just, like, any – kind of, like, family cultural things that you might have, like, grown out of or you're just, like, yeah, no, this isn't for me anymore, mm-hmm. like, lifestyle things? Or do you feel like you, or that you your family didn't have those kinds of, like, traditions or stuff like that?
1: I mean, I'm sure there are. It's funny because I actually had to do a family in grad school. We mm-hmm. had this, like, whole project on, like, family rules. I think it was a genogram project. So, like, a genogram is basically this, like, you know, it's, like, a fancy word for, like, a family tree. But Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it can be really helpful in, like, a therapy space because it's more than just, like, who's your mom, who's your dad, blah, blah, blah. But you can get more in depth about, like, what is your connection to these people? Um, Like, what type of relation, how would you define the relationship between, like, you and your mom, you and your dad, you and your sibling, Mm. um, you and, like, other family members. So, like, it's more in depth about, like, what those connections are. Because sometimes people have connections just because they have, like, you know, this is your biological mom or your biological dad. Like, you might have stronger connections with grandparents, with aunts and uncles, with siblings. And so, like, a genogram is a really helpful way to kind of, like, see big picture what those relationships are to you. Mm. Um, So I had to do one for myself for this, like, big project. And then also, part of the project was, like, you know, identifying some of the customs and rules and, like, secrets of your family unit. So, like, uh, there are definitely things that I learned about my family that I, for whatever reason can't remember right now, but like it was just really interesting to like kind of formally think on like, oh yeah, what, what are all of these influences that like come or like, for example, like, you know, I, my, my family, like I'm an only child that mm-hmm. always like surprises people or maybe doesn't. And hopefully it <laughs> does because I don't <laughs> want you to think badly of me. Um, but, uh, You know, my my mom is Puerto Rican and my dad is Jewish and then my mom converted to Judaism. So like, you know, the customs and cultures that I grew up with are like a mix of both like celebrating Jewish holidays and then only Christmas, but like only Christmas with my extended family Mm -hmm. and like not one where like like I wasn't going to church as a kid. I was going to synagogue. So like all of these things were like a part of my family unit growing up. Um, Whereas, like, I think, you know, other people can have other things. But, like, all of that stuff is stuff that sticks out as, like, this was unique about, like, my particular family unit.
0: Yeah. I did not know that your father was Puerto Rican.
1: Other way around. Oh, mom. Okay. Yeah. My mom was Puerto Rican. My dad is Jewish. Did I say the opposite? Maybe. I mean, my brain is fried,
0: so you probably said it correctly. I didn't (laughs) interpret it that way so I'm happy to blame um, my brain
1: <laughs> yeah my mom is Puerto Rican she was born there okay. um, and then converted to Judaism after they got married before mm. I was born so mm. they didn't have like a religious wedding they had like a non-denominational wedding oh cool um, but then like because she was Jewish before I was born like that makes me full Jewish if you're yeah. if you're counting the mom being Jewish is the rule got it
0: okay yeah fantastic that's amazing mm-hmm. Okay, so my next question is From your experience as a therapist, do you think that children who might have been spanked as a form of discipline or hit in any capacity as a form of discipline um, affected their mental health more than maybe a child who wasn't spanked by their parents? And I reference this from the tiny sentence that happens in Dreamkill when the police officer was talking to the son and the son was saying that his father doesn't like when he talks about his powers, his gift. And then the police, mm-hmm. the son was just saying like his dad gets really mad. And then the police officer was like, well, how mad does he get? And then no one answers. Mm-hmm. And so it was just kind of like, Oh, well, was he being abused, you know, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, the father was a killer, so that could absolutely be possible, um, or what they were kind of alluding to. So I was just wondering what you thought in your practice, if like that really has such a lasting impact on, on, uh, a person's mental health or is it the same when we're all just going mad slowly?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that also very well may be true, but, um, yeah, I mean, I I definitely think that like, you know, physical discipline does impact and like can shape mental health. I think like there's a lot of different, you know, feelings that people have on this. And again, I'm saying this also like not as a parent. Right. Um, but I I think like there's a lot of different philosophies. There's a lot of different like cultural philosophies that I think also play into this. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that like that's something that is really challenging in particular when you're looking at like um, child welfare related stuff and Mm -hmm. like, you know, CPS and things like that where, you know, some family units like normalize using physical punishment on their children and then like have a really hard time understanding why CPS would be called because of that. Um, But, like, I, you know, I think when you look at, uh, I guess, like, how to influence behavior, um, I think that, like, you can still encourage things and use, like, positive reinforcement as opposed. Or even negative reinforcement, which isn't punishment. That's a different thing. Right. But, like that type of reinforcement over punishment to potentially lead to better outcomes, both with like whatever thing you want someone to do or not do, and also like not negatively impact their mental health.
0: Yeah. I think that's great. Um, can you just elaborate? And I know we've talked about this and I don't like way, 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 way back, but like, Just the difference in positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement, because you said negative reinforcement is not necessarily punishment.
1: Yes. So positive reinforcement is when you add something pleasant to increase the likelihood of like the desired behavior that you want to see. Mm -hmm. Negative reinforcement is when you, is when you take something unpleasant away to increase the likelihood of the desired behavior. Okay. Okay. So it's both in favor of increasing the desired behavior and uh, you're either introducing something positive or removing something negative to encourage the desired behavior as opposed to punishment where you are adding something negative to decrease the behavior.
0: Mm, Adding something negative. So like a negative of like taking your phone away. Yeah, Um, like an unpleasant
1: thing um, as opposed to... So like positive reinforcement, you're adding something pleasant. Yes. Punishment, you're adding something unpleasant. Got it. Yes, yes, yes. And then negative reinforcement, you're removing Removing. something unpleasant. Yes, yes, yes. yes, To get the desired behavior. Yes. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to
0: skip over that because I know that some people might be like... That's a good point. Yeah. What what will be the difference? Because you yeah. hear the word negative and you're thinking mm-hmm. punishment, but that's not what you're saying.
1: So yeah, thank or you you, another another negative like a negative punishment then is removing the the pleasant thing to decrease behavior. That's like the take away your phone or take away your Xbox. Right. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Absolutely. Great. Mm-hmm. Fantastical. Uh, that's really all that I have. Sure. I think these are all good good things. So do we want to move to Rotten Tomatoes?
2: <laughs> yeah, let's do some Rotten
1: Tomatoes.
2: The Tomatoes game. What do you think this has on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Nikisha, Let's start with you.
1: Uh, fifty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, uh, thirty-seven.
2: Uh, strike that, reverse it. It has a seventy-three percent.
1: Okay. Oh my god. Oh, can you tell I'm us? I'm gonna get. Um, oh, sorry. Out of here.
0: Uh, can you tell us? The other VHS rankings? Oh, sure. Rankings? Yeah, let me,
2: mm. let me see if mm. I, I, can, tomatoes. I can find that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, while I'm looking
2: for that, what do you think this has um, on all of the um,
1: letterbox? 2.7. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was going to say 2.5. Uh,
2: it has a 3.0. It's at a 2.9, <laughs> technically, but that rounds up to 3.0. Okay. Um. Okay, so the original VHS has a 56%.
0: Oh, wow.
2: An uneven collection of found footage horror films. VHS has some inventive scares, but its execution is hit and miss. I, I, okay, that's VHS.
0: Mm.
2: Okay, VHS <laughs> 2 on Rotten Tomatoes has a... 71 percent people do like this one a lot um it's as scattershot as its predecessor but vhs2 rounds up enough horror filmmaking talent to deliver a satisfyingly nasty albeit uneven dose of gore Hmm. okay okay vhs Hmm. viral (laughs) on rotten tomatoes uh, has a 33 percent Uh, VHS Viral is hardly a sensation as it cycles through the franchise's least frightening vignettes yet. Mm. Then you have VHS 94, which has a 91%. Uh, VHS 94 gets the franchise back on track with a gory buffet. Oh, gory buffet. Uh, Of shorts that should delight horror anthology fans. Then VHS 99 has a 76%. Uh, like most anthologies, VHS ninety nine has its ups, has its downs. But more than often than not, this collection of shorts continues the franchise's recent creative rebound.
0: Wow! Mm.
2: Yeah. So. And
0: this one has a seventy three.
2: And this one has a seventy three. Yeah.
0: That's so hard to believe that the first is like the second to last. Yeah. the yeah, that's absurd. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, maybe it. Maybe it was more. Fondly looked upon now than it was then. I don't know, because it was a new thing. I has don't know. Has to be. Anyway, those are the Rotten Tomato scores for them. But uh, wow. it, w- 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 VHS, yeah, and the, the audience score is a 41% on that one, which is surprising. Uh, mm. VHS 2 yeah, has a 52%. What's wrong with you? VHS Viral has a 13%. <laughs> 90, uh. 94 has a 78%, and 99% has a 69%. Uh, and 85 has a 74% enjoyment rate for, for audiences. That's crazy. Um, That's wild. Anyway, should we get into the four S's? Skull, scare, shakes, and suggestions. The talking
0: horror's four S's.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, the four S's: skulls, scares, shakes, and suggestions. Skulls is how well this hand- handles human behavior and mental health. Uh, the uh, scares uh, is how scary was it. And shakes how much would stick with you. Uh, so uh, Jamie, let's start with you.
1: Um. Oh God. Uh. I think for skulls, I'm. Have I even write this whole thing <laughs> Yeah, lab. I guess it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Did we do this the same way last time? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, wow. How silly of us. Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, for skulls, I'm going to give this a two because I just think that nobody would be carrying a camera in most of these situations. Uh Um, It's just like very unbelievable. Um, I also think, like, a lot of the decisions that people are making in general are just unbelievable, Um, Mm -hmm. mostly in, like, danger situations. I just, like, have It's unfathomable to me. Um, For scares, I'm going to get this, like, a... Hmm. I'm gonna give it a 4.5 because like there were many segments that made me deeply uncomfortable. Yes. Nothing was like jump scary, but like I, I, you know, I have to add points for like viscerally feeling like sick at looking at some of these images. Absolutely, so, um, a bump, a bump from me. Um, for shakes, I'm gonna give this. Hmm. I'm going to give this a two because I I really – this one really didn't do it for me. And, like, at least with some of the other ones, there's, like, one segment that always stands out where, like, I will never forget it and I will reference it all the time, like Mabel or, like, Ratma. Mm-hmm. And this one I don't think is going to have something that really resonates with me moving forward. Maybe Dream Kill. But, like – that one just made me really uncomfortable. The other ones at least have like something f- <laughs> I don't know if fun's the right word to like take away, but like yeah. I don't know. Hail Ratma. I love Ratma. Sure. I didn't love anybody <laughs> in this. There's no yeah. one that I want to hang out with. At least Ratma, like, you know, makes you throw up some goo and <laughs> 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 he's, a, he's a cool Fantastic. guy to worship. Um, I don't wanna worship techno god. Like he's not fun. No, he's not, not wanna, like, fun. Flay your skin. I like I like um, my body parts. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just it's going to get a low score from me. Okay.
2: Nikisha, what about you?
1: Um,
0: Skulls, I gave it a four. Yeah, it was just hard to justify a, a lot of stuff in this scares. I'm going to give it a five just because of the gun violence. Like mm, I said, it was just very sure. unsettling. But that and that's going to be my same answer for shakes. I'm going to give it a five, but okay. it's just because I will remember how much I was uncomfortable watching
2: okay, this. That's fair.
0: Mm. Yes. Um, Not because it was good, but just because I yeah. was yeah. uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> no, totally. Um, yes. I'm giving this a two for skulls. You have to for two reasons. You have to close the door. You have to close the door.
0: That's
2: um, funny. and I just don't believe the cops wouldn't have like dug into that those situations. I just don't believe <laughs> that. Um, mm. uh, next up we have uh, scares. I gave this a five um it's got some good gory it's got some good moments in there. I- I'll give it a five um, and uh for uh for shakes I'm giving this a four and really the only thing that I'm gonna like remember this for if you will honestly is that that was a part of the black um phone Black universe phone? <laughs> like yeah that kind of amps that up I, I will say that i i will probably remember like the two-parter um the boating stuff like maybe mm-hmm. but regardless I, I gave it a four on that um my suggestion for this one and it's the same suggestion i actually gave for 99 mm-hmm. um is southbound uh watch oh, southbound yeah. it's a great anthology movie uh, m- one of my fa- personal favorites Southbound's really good.
1: Nice. Jamie. Um I mean you should see Sinister if you haven't. Yeah. also we covered yes. it. But like whatever. And then listen um, to our episode. Uh, <laughs> and uh you know what No Wake <laughs> reminded me of it reminded me of old
0: Oh sure. Oh.
1: So that's my that was really the only other thing that like stood out um, as mm-hmm. a as an interesting twist that like you might know what you're kind of getting into, but then it kind of goes in a slightly different direction.
0: Okay, uh, my suggestion is uh, American Horror Story 1984 because of No Wake. Mm. So if you enjoyed kind of the vibe of No Wake, I think. That 1984 delivers the same kinds of things. Cool. Mm. Great. Fantastic. All right. So that wraps up our episode of uh, VHS 85. You can follow us on all of the social medias, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, all the things at Talk Horror Pod, P O D. And Brian, where can they listen to us? You
2: can listen to us wherever you get podcasts. So, of course, you can find us on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. Um, What's you that? Can listen there. Um, on Spotify, of course, on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us there. Five stars, please. And um, thank
0: you. Um,
2: yeah, and we're getting some real, uh, we'll read them on the next one uh, or later this month, but we've, get, we've gotten some really awesome reviews, so thank you. And it's really helped us. We've made a lot of lists lately, and it's been super, super cool um, in terms of like most listen to horror podcasts and stuff like that. So uh, keep on listening, keep on commenting, uh, keep on yeah. engaging with us. We really appreciate you a lot.
0: Yay. Yeah, thanks guys. We're just moving on up in that uh, podcast chart. So woo woo. we appreciate the supports. Everyone who's following us and commenting on all the things. <laughs> Brian, do you have a quote do you wanna <laughs> leave with us?
2: Yeah, sure. My obvious quote is uh
1: Hail yeah. Rama, baby. Hell
2: ra- yeah, you know what? Okay. <laughs> Always Hail <Hell laughs> Rama. Also, hell you
1: look ratma. so cute, I wouldn't have
2: known it was your first. But also, hell <laughs> hail Rama, awesome. Hail Rama
1: rap
0: Thanks guys bye, bye.